Thank you so much for checking out the audio version of my channel, Ruslan KD, can you stream out loud on all platforms? If you, yes, you find this valuable, the best way you can reach me, the best way you can give me feedback, the best way you can even hop into a group Zoom call with me is through our King's Dream Patreon community. So consider partnering with us there. The link is in the description of this podcast. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Now enjoy. Bruce Lawn. Kanye West Donda album listening party number three. I mean, this took it to a whole nother level, okay? So we're going to be talking about that. I'm going to give you guys my breakdown. I'm not going to play you guys any of the footage from it. You can go look up pictures and stuff like that on Twitter. And then I have two passages to glue this thing together. You get a two-for-one special. Now, full disclosure, up front, before you freak out and you feel like you were deceived or anything like that, uh, I am a Kanye fan. And I've been a fan of Kanye for a while. I know some people that work with Kanye. I've met, I've been around Kanye, met Kanye, okay, uh, pre-Christ. And I've covered him on this channel. However, I am not a stan to the point where I'm just delusionally checked out and I think he could do no wrong. I just did a video about the Drake-Kanye beef and Kanye attempting to dox Drake's address, which I guess all of Toronto knows his address, uh, was kind of trash and classless and i just did a video about that so those of you guys are like you're always side with the rapper dog why you always take the side of the rapper okay i just did a video saying that was corny of him to put drake's address out there it wasn't cool so let's talk about the donda listening party last night he takes his childhood home. I believe it was the actual house. I don't know if it was a replica or the actual house. Puts it in a stadium in Chicago and puts a cross on top of it. I don't know if that's symbolic or not. Transforming it to what kind of looks like a church, okay? Then it opens up with him and the baby and Marilyn Manson on stage. This is the one, this is the thing that has everybody going nuts. How could he have the man Manson? Ah, Manson, he's sitting next to Marilyn Manson. I told you he was demonic. Okay, shout out to my man Angel who, who tweeted this. I thought this was hilarious. My man Angel said, and I, and I put this on my Instagram, which you guys should follow. My man Angel said, Kanye literally made the most satanic man in entertainment sit through two hours of Christian music, and Christians are still not happy. What would you have preferred? That is hilarious. So Marilyn Manson, if you guys don't know who Marilyn Manson is, he came up in the 90s death metal, super dark, satanic imagery, wild stuff. He actually has like open assault cases right now that of allegations and stuff that he's going to have to go to court for, I believe. So this is somebody that is pretty far gone and is up there for two hours listening to Kanye rap about Jesus, how he needs Jesus, how he needs to repent, how he needs to repent after the repenting, how he's not having a good time dealing with Jesus. I, I don't have the lyrics in front of me, but there was a lot of stinking Jesus on this album. Now, I've also been consistent in saying that I hope it doesn't have profanity when the finished version comes out. I think that would kind of totally uh, connect the whole process if, it's actually, if it becomes a clean album. I don't know. Marilyn Manson's up there for two hours. People are like, dude, this is satanic. Marilyn Manson's bad. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. I don't know if we've just gotten to this place 
where we want to cancel people based on affiliation alone. Now, Kanye has his issues. Kanye is, is going through a, seemingly a divorce. We're going to get to the end of this, how this ended. But this is the first passage I wanted to bring to you guys real quick. This is Luke chapter 7, and it's a, one of my favorite passages. Jesus went to them to say, to what then can I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to each other. We played the pipe for you and you did not dance. We sang, uh, I don't know how to say that word. And you did not cry for, and this is the, this is the verse for John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine. And you said he has a demon. Hey, John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin, he's the one that made the way for Jesus in a way in terms of baptizing people. Then he baptizes Jesus. And then Jesus says, look, he came living in the wilderness, detached from society, detached from culture, doing his own thing. And you guys said he has a demon and he, you know, is, is, is out of his mind. He says, the son of man came eating and drinking. And you say, here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, but wisdom, but wisdom is proven right by all her children. So there's this constant theme all throughout Jesus's ministry where Jesus, anybody, any scholar, anyone that's read the New Testament will say, fam, Jesus was around some sketchy people. Jesus hung around tax collectors. Jesus hung around sinners. Jesus hung around uh, prostitutes even. Jesus was around sketchy people. And granted, he was Jesus, but he would have these parties, if you will, these dinner gatherings where he would get around people that were very different than him and to the point where the religious people criticized Jesus for it. Now, I'm not comparing Kanye to Jesus here, but I am saying if we are to follow, as Christians, we are to follow the examples of Jesus in your life and your affiliations and the people you're willing to stand next to in community with are never messy, never messy. It's just all people of noble character. Then friend, what, what connection do you have in Jesus in the way that he did ministry? Okay, in the way that he affiliated with people that were not the religious, good-looking, perfect, rich, and wealthy. These were people that had all kinds of issues, all kinds of reputation issues, yet Jesus continued to be around them. So that is my initial impression. When I see the baby up there who's getting canceled and getting dragged, and I see Manson up there who's I mean, again, arguably the most satanic person in the industry, and Kanye's up there having this dude who's noticeably uncomfortable, noticeably uncomfortable up there for two hours, standing under a cross, hearing songs about God. That was, that was something else. Now, again, I've made my, I have my critiques about the music and the features. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm always underwhelmed of the baby Keem features. I'm underwhelmed of all the mainstream stuff. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if Kanye needs to do that at this point, but he's doing it for whatever reason. Not sure if you guys knew this, not sure if you guys knew this, but over 55% of the people who watch this channel are not subscribed. So if you aren't subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button and turn the bell notification on. I want us to consider that people aren't static, that, 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 that things aren't black and white and binary all the time. Some things are, but not all things all the time are black and white. There is a spectrum here, okay? And there's some things that Kanye does on a spectrum that I don't agree with. And there are certain things he does that I think are brilliant. And I think that is 
how we should look at art, how we should look at uh, these different topics that we're dealing with, okay? So the, the part that alarmed me is when he brought the rapper out and talked about the GDs being let in through the back door. Now, that that is not on the album. So that also makes me question, are there other albums, that other songs that aren't on this album that we're hearing at these live events that maybe he's just, I don't know, helping promote artists, throwing them a bone, putting on for, for Chicago, so on and so forth. There, there are songs that don't seem to, that they will make the record, specifically the the, the let the G's in the back door, which, I mean, that got me way more, listen, GD's in the back door got, got your boy way more scared uh, than, than, than Marilyn Manson, okay? I, I said, having some friends from Chicago to the real GD's, you don't want them GD's around through the back door, because, you know, if you, you know, look look at Trap Lord Ross's channel if you want to know about them GD's. That's some next level stuff. Okay. And what happens as the stream goes on, but it ends with Kanye setting himself on fire which there's a lot of stuff in the scriptures about fire refining us and the symbolism with that. And then within moments of him setting himself on fire, his wife or ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, comes out in a wedding gown, walks up, Kanye then runs up, takes his mask off for the first time throughout this entire rollout takes his mask off with a big smile on his face and stands in front of Kim Kardashian, who has a veil over, and then the lights fade out and they walk away together. They confirmed, TMZ did, that that was Kim Kardashian. They confirmed that she's keeping the West last name. They uh, are, are supposedly not getting back together, but the symbolism of that is wild. And so I, I don't know what to make of all of that. I don't know what to make of all that. But what I do know is that if this man reconciled with his wife publicly at the end of an album rollout, this gotta be the best album. I mean, where do you go from here? Like, this is next level WWE, cage in a cell, hell in a cell type antics. Like, this is over the top that you go from being set on fire to then running up, taking off your mask, and, and you're a straight ex-wife, mother of your children's coming down who's you're in the middle of a, of a divorce with, and then she's there in a wedding gown. Like, Again, I don't understand what all the imagery means. I'm not going to act like I know what all the imagery means. This is what I do know. I have my reservations about some of this stuff. I have my conflicts and that, man, I wish the music was clean. Uh, I'm not a fan of a lot of the features, right, for obvious reasons. However, I think that the attacks, I think the default of something just don't feel right in my spirit my the vibes of the spirit is like fam have you read the bible like have y'all really read the bible there's all kinds of wild stuff in the scriptures okay and I've, I've talked about i've talked about this before stop holding christian creatives to the standard that you can't hold the scriptures to there's descriptive stuff in the scriptures that is just weird and it's not endorsing of behavior and so sometimes art and movies can have stuff in there that's dark and bizarre that is not necessarily endorsing of a specific worldview or behavior but it just is what it is i'll give you an example comes to the top of my mind how about the time when it got a hundred uh, Philistine foreskins. Okay, think about that for a second. This man was going around chopping off the foreskin of Philistines, killing them. There's the time old. And Lot notices that the angels are there at his house. <laughs> They're there to rescue him. And then the people of the city called Sodom want to rape the angels. And then Lot offers up his daughter to the angels. I mean, to, to the people who want to rape the angels. There's all kinds of crazy stuff in the Bible. Just read the, the, the end of 
Galatians, I mean, where, where, where Paul is talking about, hey, if you're going to follow the laws of the, the, the Jews and you're a Gentile, well, you know what? You might as well, if you're going to circumcise yourself after being saved, you might as well just go all the way and just chop off your whole penis. Okay, Paul is telling people to chop off their junk. So there's all kinds of stuff in the scriptures that, that's just kind of wild. And it's not all prescriptive, meaning prescribing. There's stuff that's describing things. There's stuff that's describing stuff that happened. And sometimes I think when Christian artists are making stuff, movies are being made or whatever, I think we have to allow people to walk through this process to know that they're not uh, in, 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 in an exact spot, that they're moving, that, that Kanye's had a rough year. This passage is going to talk about priorities. Uh, how do we prioritize what we're going to follow and what we're going to be upset about? Let's go to Mark chapter 7. If you're finding this video valuable, give it a thumbs up for the YouTube algorithm. Appreciate you guys watching. So the Pharisees and teachers of the law asked Jesus, why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating their food with defiled hands? So notice the tradition of the elders. Okay. He replied, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites. Hypocrites in this context means actors, okay? As it is written, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. You have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to human traditions. And he continued, you have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. And what, is, what command is he talking about? He's talking about a very important one. For Moses said, honor your father and mother. Anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. But you say that if anyone declares that what might have been used to help their father and mother is Korban, that is devoted to God, then you no longer let them do anything for their father or mother. Thus, you nullify the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down, and you do many things like this. Whew. Okay, what is this talking about? Okay, here's, here's, here's what's being talked about. Okay, so just, 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 just follow me for a second. Just follow me for a second. What was happening was that these Pharisees were saying, hey, we know we're supposed to honor our mother and father. We know we're supposed to take care of our parents. But we're going to say, nah, what, what I would have given to you, mom or dad, to take care of you, just count it as a tithe to God. I gave, I gave it to God, right? And, and Jesus is saying, listen, you're concerned about the disciples not washing their hands to keep in line with your traditions, Yet you are actually like breaking a blatant commandment and law of God to honor your mother and father, to care for them. Are these things even, okay, are these things even to you? One is directly reflected in scripture. Another is you kind of just made it up and put some sauce on it. What is happening today? We have people today that are following the vibes and their feelings and how things seem to them and the, and the imagery of whatever symbolism that they've seen on some random YouTube page. And they're flippantly running around slandering someone that professes to be a fellow brother in Jesus who's publicly, publicly, seemingly trying to repent and work out his salvation with fear and trembling at the same time, bring people around that the society is canceled at the same time, attempting to what seems, again, the music word seems, publicly reconcile with his spouse. And you're caught up in imagery 
and you're caught up in things that, that aren't even command. And so you're, you're flippantly dismissing and flippantly slandering somebody and saying, I knew something was off about Kanye. Cause look, Kanye brought up Marilyn Manson. It's like, well, I mean, goodness gracious. Why would you not want somebody there hearing about Jesus and, and how you're wrestling through this hard year of your life? Again, this is not an endorsement of everything that was said at that show. But what I am saying is here's a man who's clearly going through stuff, clearly having issues, and clearly trying to lean into his faith and talk about God bringing him through this process, how God has done miracles on him despite all of his issues. And some of us got the nerve to stop and say, whoa, the vibes in my spirit just told me that something's not right because the vibes and, you know, symbolism and Illuminati and deliverance. And But he's also a person. He's also a person with a massive audience who's trying to figure this stuff out publicly, who's going through a really hard time, who's finally trying to grieve with the loss of his mother that he's felt responsible for this entire time. Calling an album Donda, dedicating this whole thing to her and trying to process this at the same time, not compromising and not backing down that Jesus is the reason why he's here. And we want to then trivialize it and say, well, it's because he's, it's, it's the symbols. How dare him stand next to Manson? Sounds a lot like the Pharisees saying, how dare you stand next to, to, to sinners, tax collectors and prostitutes. Sounds very similar. Okay, so be weary of Christians who are trying to do the thinking and trying to do the convicting for you. If you don't want to listen to Kanye, don't listen to Kanye. If you don't want to listen to hip hop music, don't listen to hip hop music. I don't care what you listen to, but be careful to not usurp one of God's laws, which is to love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, in the name of a tradition or hearsay or some rumor or some conspiracy theory that you saw, because this stuff is is not helpful. Think about the way Kanye would react if he showed up to your church and you hit him with all these bizarre questions. Right. Because you're 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 putting tradition above. Well, how are you actually supposed to speak to people that are going through it? How would you speak to that person in, in your personal local church that was that was a public figure going through a divorce in a messy situation, grieving the loss of his mom, dealing with mental health issues, bipolar? How would you de- how would you speak to that person? How would you deal with that person? It w- would you go in with this is symbolism? Devil, demons, vibes. I get weird vibes. Why is there so much black on? Why you got so much black on? Why is there? Why do you? Why are you got non non Christian standing to? Like, is that really how you're gonna go into this conversation? Is that is that you really think? You really think that's the heart of God? You really think that's the posture that your heart should be in as a follower of Jesus? Hey, if if you do. You know what? Go on. Ignore everything I'm saying. But I think we have to reevaluate, rethink this, and be a bit more critical about how we're approaching these very public, very messy situations. And it's not black and white. It's it, People are a process. And those of you guys that are like, he, he's preaching a false gospel. He's doing this. He's doing that. Listen. According to to 1 John, anyone that continues sinning, anyone that keeps sinning flippantly is a child of Satan. Okay? So you can look at Kanye and say, oh, he's so bad. He has some profanity on this. He's going through a divorce. He's such a terrible person. You could do that. Or you could stop and say, where's my own heart? How am I doing? What am I dealing with? Right? If you're, if you're sitting here and you're habitually sinning yourself, but maybe your sin is a bit more private, you know, 60% of pastors who look at pornography, right? Your sin is a bit more private. No, that's the one that's always uncomfortable when we get onto, right? Like that, like it's because it's the obvious one. 
And and but you're sitting here throwing stones from a glass house. Like how, how, like no, no really like how do you how do you justify that in your head? And and you have the nerve to sit here and say he's a sinner, he's far gone. Da, 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 da. Oh, oh, he may be, he may be. Have you stopped to look in your own heart and the demonic things that you do, like look at pornography, like hate your brother, right? Like verbally abuse people, like slander people. Have you stopped and done that? Because if you've done that, then man, I got. If I search my own heart, what? A, like come, like really, like search your own heart, search your own heart, and then stop and think, how am I doing? Because I think anyone that has a sober understanding of the gospel of Jesus, that Jesus lived the life that you couldn't live. He died to death that you should have died. Like on the cross, that happened. You should have been on that cross, and Jesus was, paying the, the penalty of sin. If anyone who has the reality, the, the, like the true revelation of, of how wicked we are, that God had to step down into flesh and, and do something about our sin, anybody who has that revelation, truly has that revelation, I think tends to extend a little bit of grace and mercy to people that sin differently than them. Man, I hope you do better in this area. You need to repent. You need to change your mind about this sin. This is not okay. However, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to love you. And, 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 and I'm going to believe the best about you. And I'm going to go over here and work out my own salvation with fear and trembling and, and, and let God continue doing the sanctifying power of his Holy Spirit in my heart so that I can, I can be more aligned with Jesus and, and the work that he's doing in my heart. Those are my thoughts about this. Um, let me know what you guys think. And by the way, those of you guys like, you're always coming down harder on Christians. Yeah, because I expect more from Christians. Yes, yes, I expect more from you. If you're going to proclaim yourself to be a follower of Jesus, I expect more from you. I expect better from you. I don't expect slander. I don't expect any of the, I don't expect you gossiping. I don't expect hearsay. I don't expect nonsense coming from your feet. I expect more from you than I expect from the world. Yes, and that's based on 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Okay, let God judge those that are in the world. We expel the wicked from among us. King's Dream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn. Yo, thank you so much for making it to the end of this video. If you found it valuable, considering giving it a like and subscribing. This month, I'm releasing the Love What You Do collection. And to celebrate, I'm doing a three-day virtual event to help us go from learning to love what we do to ultimately doing what we love. By the way, it's free. So hit the link in the description to grab your seat today.